Hey, I'm Ramel London. I'm a TV radio presenter and host, and I want to welcome you to the Mainstream Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to a true media queen who's dominating the world of fashion, lifestyle, beauty, and entertainment by simply being herself. Her famous phrases like, are you not embarrassed? And her oh. iconic expressions live rent-free in our heads. And she continues to fly the flag for content creators that deserve to be in the mainstream. Voted best media personality of the year at the 2022 Mobile Awards and the hottest detective in town on MTV UK's Catfish. Please welcome Nella Rose. Hey, that was such a sick intro. I was just seeing a gas. Like. <laughs> this is what we do around here, girl. And first of all, Nella, welcome to the mainstream. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm so gassed to be speaking to you. And um, <laughs> like, like I said, you've had such an incredible career to date, still bossing it every day but let's take a trip down memory lane first of all yeah so you was born and raised in Belgium mm-hmm. first of all tell me what your childhood was like in Belgium if you remember uh, it first of all yeah. I think the only way I could describe my childhood in Belgium was like just magical like my mom lived two minutes away from my dad's house so I was house hopping it was so lit um, I loved my neighbourhood. All my family lives there still currently. It was just really nice. Like it was just I just really like Belgium. Um because that's where I was born, obviously. But yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Like my childhood in Belgium was really magical. Like I just everything was perfect when I was there, basically. Yeah. Do you know why you left Belgium? Yeah, that's yeah, we we left because we just had to leave. But (laughs) we ended up in the UK and I remember it was such like a culture shock. Yes. To me. Because you know in Belgium, like you know when you come from these European cities, it's like you say you know all your neighbours, you know everyone in the neighborhood, you say hi to the driver, like you respect your teachers. Like I remember when I was growing up, your teachers were allowed to slap you, bro. Like yeah, in Belgium, that was nothing. And it's like you res- you have respect for elders, this, that, and the other. And then when my mom told me we was moving to the UK, I remember when you grow up not in the UK, the way the UK is shown on TV is so mad. Like, I'm here thinking, like, oh, my days. Like, you know the Queen's Guards? I thought that that was just the police in the UK. Oh, and my people- the police look like that. And then, like, the Queen, like, everybody loves the Queen. And London yeah. is super, super, super clean. And the Big Ben is massive. And the London Eye is massive. And obviously, in Belgium, where I grew up, we didn't wear school uniform. Like, people in Europe don't wear school uniform. You okay. only wear school uniform if you go to a private school. So now they're telling me that every school in the UK wears uniforms. I'm thinking, every school is a private school. Oh, my God. Then I pull up to Victoria Station. I see rats. I said, there's no way there's rats. Not the rats. I saw pigeons. pigeons. I said, there's no way there's pigeons in the UK. Like, the schools weren't private. Like, everyone wore uniform. No one really cared about, like, oh, my God, Buckingham Palace. Like, just no one. It was just all wrong. (laughs) And I just had the biggest, like, awakening. And I was just like, oh, well, I'm here now. I got down. Let's do it. (laughs) Carry on, shit. <laughs> that is the most honest reality check of coming to London. This is Yo, it, guys. 
This is Yo. it. <laughs> It was, nah, culture shock. shock I shock, can shock. imagine. But one thing I love hearing about your childhood is that your dad was very much into making memories and he actually yeah. is the first person that put you on camera and yeah. he used to record you all the time. Do you actually know why he used to do that? Is there a thing that he said that you remember that why he did I, that? I think it was with my dad. He was pretty much obsessed with his children. Aww, like, his children cute. were like, his whole life, his the only thing he cared about, the only thing he woke up in the morning to do is like, I need to make my children happy. I, do you know what I mean? And when you come yeah. from a divorced household and you're the guy, the kids mainly stay with their mums. Like you see your yeah. kids on the weekends, half term, Christmas, this, that, and the other. So for those moments that we was together, he wanted to just capture everything so that when everyone will go back to their mum's house, he could have like, he could just watch his kids. Oh, together. it's true. Yeah, so he just like to this day, I have cassettes of from when I'm like zero years old up until I'm like 22. Like, just of my cassettes. Let's just put that out there. She said cassettes. And the thing is, yeah, he just he just keeps that cassette. Like, we still have it at the house, and it's just, let me, yeah, been vlogging. What's good? Listen, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that because I love that it's been in you from day but um yeah. it makes me think when you was a child did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up you know the usual like oh I want to be a doctor oh I want to be a da, da, da. did you know what you wanted to do when you was younger Joe was mad I didn't know like even even at when I got to the second year of uni I still didn't know what I wanted to do oh. with me I never knew what I wanted to do but I knew that I wanted to be famous and I wanted to be successful Oh, like I just hey, that's interesting. I was like five or six years old, and I had this image of me, like everyone knowing who I am, just that any other. And then it was like, okay, but you can't sing. Okay, but you can't dance. Okay, but you can't. But I just had this image in my head that I'm gonna make something of myself, and somehow I done it. I think it was like not manifestation, but like speaking things into existence and having this like delusional mindset, and then it just happens. Like what the hell? Nice, definitely. Yeah, this the the seed was planted, and that's yeah. kind of all you knew. So that's understandable. Like, if you're like, "Oh, I can do this," why not? Yeah. I feel like more young people need to be like that, like yeah, invincible. As, as kids, you're naturally dreamers. Yeah, so, like I used to dream, like, "Oh yeah, one day I'm gonna meet Britney." But I used to be obsessed with Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Beyonce. We all were, girl. We I'm all were. Yeah, Spice Girls. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be chilling with them one day. I was proper delusional as a child, and somehow it's just happened. So, yeah, you did that, girl. You did that. Well, Laura. on top of that, like you mentioned, you are vlogging from day. Like, yeah. okay, so your dad bought you a camera when you was yeah. going into secondary school. So you decided. Nah, was, oh, before then? No, no, no. It was after. He oh. wasn't. We have the same obsession. Like I have like eight or nine cameras. Like he's oh, wow. his camera. Like don't touch my babies. So it was the thing where I was too young to touch the camera because he thought I was gonna drop it, break it. Okay. Anyway, I was in year either in year eight or in year nine. I don't really remember. Okay. He got me a camera, and then I was just like, "Oh my god, this is my first camera, goddamn!" And then I remember when it got to year nine the teachers were putting a lot of pressure on us like it was the end you have to pick your GCSEs the decisions you make today will decide whether you're gonna go to college and that's what gonna give you the qualifications to go to you oh I'm 13 calm down (laughs) down. (laughs) 
But then the teachers all telling us, oh, you're going to have to pick your GCSEs and all this and that. It was, it just put a really big realisation in me that, raw like, this is coming to an end. Like, no, like, we're actually going to have to leave school. School was, I wanted to be in school for the rest of my life. Sorry. Yeah. So then I was just like, oh my God, obviously there was no Snapchat. There was no nothing <laughs> back then. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make like a big video over like the last few years that we have remaining in school so I would record sports day I'd record us in McDonald's at the back of the bus making noise I would record like I'd make us do challenges like I made us do like the scotch bonnet challenge at like 13 it was so bad I nearly got experienced no way I would make us like I would arrange like for the whole year group to do things together like water fights just so I could get content for my video and then on results day I sold it and I think I made like boss move Listen, I was burning DVDs, yo, in my room. I was, so I went to, I don't know what store I went to. I bought loads of DVDs and I was burning DVDs. And then on results day, I didn't even care about my results. I cared about, oh my God, like people are going to buy this was five pounds. People are going to buy this DVD and they're going to see what? like my creation. It was like an hour long vlog of like our school thing. Like whatever. one day I'll upload it. Um, I just need Please to get- do. Yeah, no, I just need to get consent from every single person in that video. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, and not without thinking, like without realising, that was my first vlog. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, like I, I grew up with my dad documenting everything I did and watching it back and knowing that that's just, that video, it will always be there. But then, do you know what I mean? It's just beautiful. So I thought, oh, let me do that with school because I thought school was beautiful. I had the best time of my life there. I love that. that my first vlog then I went to college and I'd done media studies and they okay. taught me how to use final cut so it's like every step in my life was just leading me do you get it it was leading me yes 100 so yeah I've done media studies I've got an a star in media studies can you imagine come like, on I used to go to a college just for media like on the days I didn't have media I just I wouldn't co- I wouldn't go to college I can't bother it um mm. yeah they, they made us make our first horror movie so we were shooting and editing our first horror movie, The Sending of Our, smashed it, got to uni now. And I was just like, okay, what's next? Because I just felt like at the first year of uni, I was, I'm a very creative person. Definitely, clearly. <laughs> first year of uni, I was just like, there's nothing for me to create. Like, it's just go lecture, 9 a.m., come back, ah, oh, seminar, 5,000 word essay, do, boom, 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 do you read it? Do, 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 do. Scary, like scary, traumatizing, ill, disgusting. Like I hated it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, like my youngers are all messaging me, like oh, I'm coming to uni next year. Like tell me what it's like. I was like, bet I'm gonna tell you what it's like. I'm gonna make a video with all my friends, and we're gonna tell you what yeah. it's like. And I was like, oh shit, I have too many friends. So let me separate it. Let me do this group, that group, this group, and ask them all the same questions and edit them as wow. if I'm. Asking all at the same time and then just upload it and see what it does so i uploaded it i just told my friends oh yeah by the way like the video that i made you guys record is up not like viral like i said i said what's happening here it was so crazy i think it's because people had never seen that setup like right kids just in the kitchen chatting shit the way i edited it like People just were used to seeing set videos and then part one, part two, da, da. but it was all so in one. Did you promote it 
at all? Was there any form of promotion uh, or was I it just no, like? No, I had I had a Twitter. I had like 500 followers on Twitter. But back in the day, listen, at uni, if you had 500, listen, girl. You had, <laughs> You're famous. I, I had I had odd boys, period. So <laughs> I uploaded it and then all my friends retweeted it and they were quoting it like, oh yeah, Lord, this day was funny. Oh yeah, that was jokes. Blah, blah, blah. But then it kept getting more and more retweets. More yep. more. And I remember I left it and then I came back to it and it was on like 20,000 views, yeah. Whoa. Really had a heart attack. Like, I was like, oh my God, like, I've sat down, I've, I've come up with an idea and I've I've written it out, scripted everything, scripted all my questions, made everyone colour coordinate, this, that, and the other. I've edited it, spent, because normally my videos take like a week or two to edit. So I spent like oh, two... Oh, wow, fair enough. Yeah, because imagine a group of people talking for two hours, four yeah. times, four times, and then you go yeah, in. And... That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. Yeah, and then I was just like 20,000. Like, to me, 20,000 was like, I basically hit a million views. Like, that was so quick. Like, 20,000 people. Like, do you know Definitely how much 20,000 people is in a stadium? Yeah, that's the O2 arena. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> it's a lot. People saw my video, that's mud. So then I just started like the uni chronicles, and like I was just, yeah. I kept coming up with new ideas, like, hmm, what can we talk about that's relatable? Okay, growing up in the UK, growing up black, um, growing up in an African household, like just different things that we all went through that no one really bannered about on YouTube at the time. Okay. And then we yeah, it was really, it was really, really fun time. I had like no bills. It was really, really fun. <laughs> you was living your best life from early. No, I love that. And I think it's so interesting to hear you speak about just being organic, being authentic. And like, it's just literally your experience with your friends. And like, yeah, yeah. did you have a plan like did you ever sit down and think because obviously nowadays when people talk about being a content creator it's like okay cool weekly vlogs be consistent find your niche do you have like, did you ever have a plan or was you genuinely just winging it I was genuinely winging it because very much I started to do lectures exams yeah. like all of this coursework all of that stuff I was just winging it like whenever I came up with an idea I'm like okay boom I need to shoot video. I want this many people. This is the question I'm going to ask in this order. Because yeah. I start editing before I shoot. Like, I'm already editing, yeah, I've already edited the whole video. So this has to go like this, yeah? Or else when I edit, I'm not going to know what to do with myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I totally get that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm absolutely winging it. I think in the history of UK YouTubers, I'm probably the most inconsistent. <laughs> like, I just... Like I'll I'll go I'll go I'll post like three times a week for like two months straight, and yeah. then I go through like creators block where I'm just like, I need something different, I need something different, I need something different. Then I'll come back with something different, yeah. and then it's, I do that, and then it's overdone. And I like to go with the flow because in my life, especially, I feel like everything that I've planned has not happened. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like like. Yeah, just uh, the unexpected always happens to me in good ways and in bad ways as well. Yeah. So it's like, there's no point of planning anything. Honestly, just if you think you want to do something, just do it. Just do it. 
And having a structure, sometimes it becomes very repetitive for you and it becomes repetitive for the viewers. So then they're like just watching the same thing and you're doing the same thing. So then everyone gets bored. Facts. That is, hmm, we haven't even come to the tips yet, but that was tea right oh, there. Thank yeah. you. Um. Well, let's talk about life after uni. Because of course, our girl, she came through with a 12-2-1 in sociology. We love to see it. Um. So... <laughs> It was kind of like you had two things going on at one time. Like uni was doing, you're doing your thing. You managed to get through it, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. And then you're at you out of uni. And the question is, do I look for a job or do I carry on with the content nah. creation? What did you do? No, nah. I've, I don't, I think it's weird, but I, I was in uni for brands. Like I can't lie. <laughs> No, you wasn't. I mean, sociology so is not a joke, you know. The fact that yeah. you even got into do sociology means you had the the know how and intelligence to be there. So no, because I just I did I did sociology at college, and I felt like I was learning a lot about myself. So I was like, oh, let me do it at uni, and it's just free therapy. Let's go. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, no, I went to uni because I felt like. Obviously, my parents were just so chill. Like, they don't care. My brother didn't go to uni. My oh. older sister didn't go to uni. Like, they were just so chill. But I remember I had a conversation with both my parents at separate times, and it just came. They just, I don't know. I just felt like it was like a thank you. Like, they, my parents came to Europe from Congo so young. Like, yeah. I, I'm 25, and I can't imagine myself moving to another continent where I don't speak the language. I can't. Um, so I felt like they sacrificed all of that, yeah, to give me better opportunities. And I have the opportunity to basically go get a free loan to do something that they never had the opportunity to do. And I'm just going to be like, nah, when I've got the grades. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was just like, let me just go get the certificate, make my parents proud. Because, you know, Africa first, all they care about is, well, she's, my daughter said graduate. Well, graduate. Okay, thank you. Now you can, like, let me do what I got to do. Um, but yeah, I had no plans on using my degree for anything. I had no plans on working a nine to five job because I know that when I'm forced into a structure, I want to break out. For example, I was forced into the structure of being at uni, going to, I was like, I'm going to do my own thing on the side. Like, I don't like feeling like I have to do something at a specific, like for a specific yeah. time for the rest of however long my contract is. It makes me really full caged in. Yeah. So, yeah, I had some plans when I was in college. I had some plans to go into like media production, like being a director or a producer. But then when my YouTube channel came about, it was like, oh, oh, they like me in front of the camera. Okay, cool, why not? I'm with my friends, I'm wow. comfortable, it's fun. So when I left uni, because I was making decent money um, uh, at uni from YouTube. And when I mean decent, wow. I was like, no, no, no. I meant like, like 500 pounds every two weeks but to me I mean, that's a at the time yeah that was a lot and I was I'm still I'm a big saver like I splurge on myself when I hit a milestone then I splurge oh. but I'm big saver proper frugal everything that's can good. disappear in a day do you know what I mean so I was just like listen it's either you wing it at this YouTube thing and try and smash it and if it doesn't then instead of if it basically my plan was if being in front of the camera doesn't work I'll just go back to being behind the camera yeah that's what that's I did in, yeah that's what I did at college and that's what I did at school I was behind the camera I wasn't in front of it so 
I was just like, yeah, front front of the camera doesn't work. Then behind the camera, girl, I'm a sick editor, you know. Listen, <laughs> listen, that is the most genuine. Like, even though you didn't see it at the time, you yeah. had a plan always. Like, and that's so <laughs> impressive to hear. Yeah. Like, regardless. You've been a director, you've been an editor, you've been a producer, yeah. you've been coordinating shoots from day. Yeah. Like yeah. we need to put some respect on Nella Rose, the executive producer and director. Oh please. my god, that's my goal to to oh my god, to be like a producer or a director. I, I love that. Like, say, you know, when I'm older and it's like time to hang up my boots, that's my dream. Like, I ugh, love that. It's, I love it's, that. It's the best thing, honestly. No, I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. And um, of course, because of all of this golden content, a lot yeah. of people have fallen in love with you because of your <laughs> hilarious meme-worthy phrases. I mentioned it before. Are you not embarrassed? And mm-hmm. your unapologetic honesty with moments like, I suffered for 19 years. It's I time did. for me to shake my ass on a yacht in Dubai in a thong. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and that from the heart. I did. These are the memorable moments that, like (laughs) I said before, live rent-free in many of our heads. And I'm sure a lot of your followers, uh, you know, fell in love. Like, that was the point where a lot of us fell deeper in love. We're like, nah, she's the realist. (laughs) But what do you think was one or some of the key moments or videos that kick-started your career? The the uni videos, babe. Like, at uni, I feel like, you know, back in the day, it was either... There was two sides to YouTube. So there was the girls, so like hair, makeup, outfits, like, you know, yep. Pete Girl, Patricia Bright, everyone, B by JJ, everyone, yeah. And then the other side of YouTube was like KSI, A Online, Don't Jealous Me. So it was yep. like the girls doing beauty and the boys being funny, but you never saw boys and girls together. So I think, why? Where else can you bring boys and girls to get in the motherfucking kitchen? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that the new format was something that people um, received really well. Yeah. So and, and that's what helped me to come to where I am today. So really, Julie, I wouldn't have been able to do it without my friends, to be fair, because I could have asked them to be in a video and they could have been like, no, that's moist. But literally oh. everyone was there. Yeah. yeah. So that was really, I love that. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. So, okay, you you officially become a YouTuber. You're out of uni and you're doing well. The followers are coming in. The subscribers are coming in. Mm -hmm. When did you get your first big collab? And do you remember what it was and how it felt? Like, did that feel like a moment for you? Yes, it was still, it was whilst I swear down there, like, it's all down to God. Let me tell you this year. It's Amen. Third year of uni, I was homeless. Like, I was living inside of the uni. Yeah. Like, that was my address. So, it was a point where, after I graduate, I have no address in London. Like, I have nowhere to oh, go wow. back to. So, I need to find a place. So, I was just sitting, I'm praying, I'm just like, oh, my days, God, like, uni's over in a couple of weeks. I've saved up a bit of money, but if the money that I have to get is like a small flat, it's a small flat without furniture, clearly. Like, <laughs> it's a small flat and then how, how will I pay for the, you know, the, the rent on the upcoming months so or after I've paid the deposit, yeah. they are cool. So I'm praying, I'm just like, guy, you're going to have to make a way out there because, uh, uh, uh. 
and um yeah i'm very good feeling like when i want something i fast for it like i pray and i fast oh. for it i put myself in that mentality that listen you didn't god god didn't bring me this far to only bring me this far like that's not that's right so one day i'm chilling now imagine i'm chilling i receive an email bear in mind before all the collabs i got was like hair okay like, yeah and like like um asian brands that did like swimwear but they'd pay really really bad like 100 200 pounds yeah Girl, what 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 am i going to some more zeros basically literally from leicester that's a ticket to london and then my money's gone <laughs> so one day now i get an email from fashion nova okay yeah. and it's they're literally like we want you to do literally one video and a couple posts for this much it was five figures yeah and bear in mind I had never like I was I wasn't like a people didn't come to me for my outfits they came to me to laugh bro so for me to get that deal I was like wait like what and then so I did the video and I was like oh my god how do I make this video different because when I watch hauls all people do is try on and then they never they ne- people never used to say when stuff didn't fit or people yeah, never, sure. yeah they never used to say when they didn't like something they just wouldn't put it in the hall and I remember with Fashion Nova I was um I asked them like oh is there like a guideline for this video they were like be yourself I said yeah bet of that so I got a bunch of stuff free clothes by the way like and I needed I was in serious need of clothes like it wasn't even a joke yeah free clothes so I was like you know what let me make this a production so I'm going to edit this with funny music and I'm going to pause every time I make a joke. And then, so I started like this editing series of like making horse comedy. Yeah. And it blew up. It blew up. So like comedy horse was like a thing. And wow. all my memes, literally up until, um, are you not embarrassed? Yeah. All my memes came from my horse. So I was going viral every single month from my wow. horse. And um, so, yeah, so after uni, remember, I didn't know what to do, didn't have a lot of money. When that deal came in and I was able to pay for everything, like move out, buy furniture, do everything, yeah, wow. I was like, I, you know what, this is clearly a sign that you should be, that you need to do this. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, girl, like, this is why you can't plan things, because then you plan things and then something else happens and then you have to go that way. It's so true. Literally. So at that time, did you have any guidance? Like when it came to like contracts and money and negotiations, no. like it's always been you. No. So basically it was, it was just me doing my emails. And then I got, in, I had management for a little while, but I've, I've always liked to do things like myself and yeah. be in full control of my name my brand because it's weird because sometimes that like, even in in life if you're part of, of like a team and you're like for example like say for example um world cup yeah yeah say the team performs bad you you blame the manager like you blame <laughs> it's true. The team. you blame the person who's at the forefront so it's yeah. like I just, I like to be in control of my own thing and I like to see everything and I like to be in all the, involved in all the conversations because I feel like with this industry specifically, like you're a brand, I am mm. a brand, but our faces are our brands as well. True. So it's like, I like to be in control and, you know, have no pressure and just vibe. 
you know because remember makes a lot of sense. like i don't i don't deal well with like structure <laughs> yeah like like okay like say for example i was with a management and they told me you need to hit a goal um like every single month which is sick because loads of managements do that but with me yeah. it's like oh the pressure oh my god i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But yeah, yeah I like to be stress free and just do my own thing. So I have a team of people. I have an accountant that does all the money stuff. Come on, a, tell him. Yeah, I have a lawyer that does all the contracts because these con- eh, people really be sneaking in some bad stuff in these contracts. Let me tell you that's so true. Invest in a lawyer, literally. A lawyer, um, I have a, an assistant and then I have like a virtual assistant who he does all my emails, um, like takes meetings and stuff like that. So it's like, that's like my little team. That we are I, taking notes here, girl. I love yeah, this. <laughs> hand-picked as well. Um, yeah. And it's, it's really, I really like it this way. I do. Well done, well done. Well, it seems to be working because um, since <laughs> you've started, you've worked with huge brands and just to name a few, Netflix, Spotify, JBL, Foot Asylum, Malibu, Fenty. Like, it's been great. So for anyone that's an up-and-coming content creator, what, what advice would you give them when it comes to getting collabs and maybe brand partnerships? I uh, cool. Oh, we can we can be here for a long time. Okay, so number one, the one thing that will make you stand out is that you do not look like or act like a replica. Like, for example, some people's Instagram pages look identical to 50 other Instagram pages. So Very you true. don't stand out. And my whole theory is that, remember, you're one of one. Do you get it? I'm yeah. one of one. I'm special. You're special. There's a reason why your friends and family love you. Do you know what mm. I mean? There's reason why my friends and family love me when I'm around my friends and family I don't pretend to be someone else I'm just myself and they like me so if I go on the internet now my internet family will like me for being myself but if I act like a replica of someone else like say for example I love Jackie Aina yeah. so say for example I did everything like Jackie Aina I acted like her edited like her da-da-da. people would just watch my video and just go straight to Jackie yeah but if I acted like myself and people liked it the same way my friends and my family like it, then people will graduate, um, gravitate towards me for me. Like, I feel like with brands, they, like, they're not going to, they're not going to say there's a big budget for a big campaign. They're not going to get the 20 influencers that look all the same. Because they're going <laughs> to get, for real, they're going to get the same 20 pictures back. Yeah. Literally. So be diverse, be yourself, and just always 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 keep in the back of your head that you're enough like you don't have to go and do the like surgeries fill it to, to look like someone else you yourself you're enough you're loved like your parents love your friends and family love you so the world will love you for you as well like changing and trying to fit into like a specific look or a specific personality if it's not you it will show like because you, okay. you won't be able to keep it up you know and that's so sad because then if you put the pressure of, oh, I need to keep up this look so that I can do this and I can do that. And then that's just, it's all going to come crashing down because that's a lot of pressure. So Definitely. just be yourself always, 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 always. That. And if it's not working, just keep going. Like for me to make my first like substantial amount of money. So I was doing YouTube for three years, basically. So imagine three years, you're getting paid 
like minimum like minimum wage basically for three yeah. years but if it's meant to be for you I, I feel like god like it's like you know when you know when something like say an idea gets placed in your head on your yeah. heart there's a reason why it landed there that was the correct address bro that was amen the and the thing is when you think sometimes like have you ever thought have you ever done something yeah and then you and you smashed it and then you looked back and you was like why didn't i do that sooner why didn't i do that sooner why didn't i do that yeah honestly if an idea has landed on in your head and your heart it's meant to be there that was the correct address so just just smash it like just try your hardest like people don't just sit down like for example the creators of the best things in the world an idea popped in their head mr microwave he sat down and was like you know what yeah i'm not on this stovetop thing anymore I'm gonna make a microwave. But imagine if he was procrastinating on that for years. We would have had cold food, you know. It's like, true. hello, let's put the plan in action. Let's go. Let's <laughs> big up. Mr. Microwave. Miss, I can't even say it. Mr. Microwave, big him Mr. up. Yeah, Mr. Her. Microwave. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you, them, whoever they are. Uh yeah. no, honestly, I love that. I love that. Okay, so the word YouTuber, the word influencer, content creator, like what what do any of those mean to you? Because I know some people don't like it. Are any of those oh. words offensive to you? Are you happy being an influencer, content creator, YouTuber? Uh, I mean, I like the word, let's go through them. I like the word content creator because I feel like that's what I do. I create content. Definitely. The word influencer, I get where it comes from, but I don't like what it sounds like. Because what it sounds like is like, okay, so I've got these long ass, impractical jobless nails, yeah? Oh, and now because I've got the nails, everyone's going to go and get the nails. Like, no, like, everyone likes what they like. And you choose what you, you choose, you pick and choose what you want to be influenced by. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, I watched a documentary on netflix called what the health i'm still not vegan because i can not to be influenced <laughs> do you know what i mean you pick and choose what you want to be influenced by but i hear it in a sense where it's like if you wear something really nice and then it sells out the next day because and because you know you, you influenced a lot of people to wear that i hear it but i think that's just being a trendsetter i don't think Ooh. anyone can really be influenced to like do to just live their life a certain way, especially a life that they can't afford. Yeah. Because now with this oh, luxury, this soft girl, this is a life that a lot of people can't afford. And people go to lengths to be able to be like everyone else. So it's like pick and choose what you're influenced by. And also, yeah. So influencers, I don't know. People call me one, but I'm a content creator. Yeah. I love that. But do you feel the pressure of being an influencer, especially as a young black woman? Do you feel the pressure? Mm, yes and no. Um, yes, because I feel like a lot of young girls follow me. Like I don't I couldn't care about like the girls that, that are like my age or girls that are older than me, because I feel like you 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 know what you're doing, you've got this, sis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've got this, you like you're on your path but for the younger girls that are watching me or that have a similar body type to me or they've been through similar experiences as me I feel pressure on myself for them simply because I have a little sister and so it's like I know what it's like as well to look up to someone and it's like I don't I don't want to disappoint them 
Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I want to make them proud and always have them like look up to somebody and be like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. Because I can't lie, when I came to the UK, who was there? Just Mel B, the black girl from Sugar Babes, Denise yeah. from EastEnders. Like, let's talk about Not Denise. Denise. <laughs> yeah, Denise from EastEnders. Like, I didn't see a lot of dark skin girls on TV. Okay, Naomi Campbell. Um, and the rest of them were in America. So yeah, like for me to now, like, like when I go on YouTube, I'm so gassed. It's just black girls. I go on TikTok, TikTok, black girls, Instagram, black girls. I never had that. Like, yeah. I, like I grew up in an era where it's like you had to be. Remember when Victoria Beckham came out with the size zero? Yeah. Oh, that was the like, worst. Everybody wanted to be size zero. And I'm sitting yeah. here with my African self. I'm eating pound. I'm eating food, food the minute I get home. When we talk about size zero, and having small boobs like the flat-chested white two K was, a, and I was developing early. Like I had no one to look like me. Wow. Like no one. So for me to just be part of a team of beautiful black women in the UK that are all smashing it, like the younger generation. I'm sorry, let's spoil. You guys have. You guys are subscribed <laughs> to like. You guys follow like fifty people. I had like two. it's not fair it's actually not fair they're too spoiled that's why they know how to do their hair from um what's it called year seven year seven ahead (laughs) guys i had pick and drop what we went through it premium now you guys just it's 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 different it's different but i i actually love that you you are aware that your that young people need representation and you Mm -hmm. are definitely representing so congrats to you and um it's not just on youtube anymore it's not you're not just an online babe (laughs) i think we gotta say you're a fully fledged broadcaster working with bbc one extra netflix sky uk mobile awards brit awards bet come on and of course MTV as the host of Catfish UK, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute. But what do you think it is that actually caught the interest of the mainstream TV world and they said, we need Nella? Can I be honest with you? Go for it. Viral memes. Literally. Really? Viral uh, viral memes. I feel like... um, like a lot of people started following me because they saw like a meme like of me saying like ew scary or stuff like that just a stupid meme and then they'd go on my channel and actually see that oh she creates content oh she's good at this oh we should hire her to get it so I thought like me going viral on other platforms other than YouTube is what bought, bought me opportunities for YouTube like it's crazy like I'd be going viral on Twitter and TikTok, because someone took a, a part of my video, went viral over there, and then it would drive people. Like I, I would be, I would be like not posting for two months. All of a sudden, my views have gone up, and all wow. of a sudden, people would be like, like Foot Asylum would be like, oh, we think you'd be great on our show. You probably saw a viral TikTok of me, led you to my channel, and that oh, she's 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 funny, she's cute. Well, yeah. da, da, da. Oh, let's bring her on to our team. Oh, it works. And then when Foot Asylum gave me that opportunity other brands started giving me that opportunity it's like back to fashion over when fashion over gave me the opportunities or other clothing brands like it's all in in the industries so yeah i think i think it's it's going viral so if you want to be successful at anything baby just post it on tiktok at this point (laughs) in this day and age yeah 
when I was blowing up, there was no TikTok, but now it's like the um shaking my ass on a yacht, all this just I can't believe my daughters are gonna have to we need to delete that before I have my children. But it's like that went viral on TikTok. Like the 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 video had done its views. You know when your yeah. video's done its views and it slows down? Yeah. Then it went back, it went from like 200 k to a million because of TikTok. Wow. So just post your stuff everywhere and make make sure that if brands are swollen, they need to see you on every platform. Definitely, it's definitely. Important. And I found that out accidentally. Okay. I didn't I- know that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot that social media has done for a lot of people, which is amazing. Um, And you're, yeah, you're definitely a testament to that. Thank you. Well, let's, let's, let's go a little deeper because I want to ask, this might, I don't want to trigger you, girl. I don't want to trigger you, but, (laughs) but what's something you wish you knew before you became a content creator and broadcaster? Like, do you feel like someone should have prepared you? KSI, couldn't you have lent a little word of advice? Like, do you get what I mean? Like, (laughs) um, I think the main thing, you know, sometimes when an an idea sometimes is is better in your head. Like, for example, like some of my male friends, yeah, they'd be dreaming about getting this girl and then they get the girl and it's like, she's a headache. But it's like, you was dreaming about getting that girl now you've got and she's a headache. So with oh me, gosh. it's, I'm I'm a people's person. I, I like talking to people. I'm very sociable. I have a lot of friends and stuff like that. But I do feel like I have to pay basically i have no privacy i have no more privacy like that like that's it that's gone like i can't go anywhere without being recognized and so it's like you have to pay your your you have to pay for more things just for you to feel safer right um yeah so like like for example me going to a shopping center like stratford for example is a, is a myth because it's a lot of people that are like my demographic that follow me, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, shopping, can't really do that. Then like certain party holidays, I can't do that anymore. And that's so like, I oh. I thoroughly enjoy party holidays and yeah. people trying to find out where you live, people trying to pull up to where you are. You can't post your live location on Instagram and stuff like that and people like I'm a very private person when it comes to like like no one's ever heard of me dating anybody no one's ever heard of me True. doing anything with anyone I'm a very private person but it's like once people know that we've never known what happens in Nella's world like we must find out and we must <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like oh where does she live I heard she lives here I love she oh, and wow. it's like just do you know what i mean it's just yeah. oh, people recording you in public is that's weird. not nice that's not nice like, yeah like this like like this or like this and it's no. just yeah so i do feel like i don't i do feel like an alien so like i walk around and people just stare or and, and stuff like that and i do feel like sometimes like i'm not i do feel like i'm not allowed to leave my house if i'm having a bad day because i would never want I would never want someone to come up to me like when I'm on like it's that time of the month and I'm literally trying to buy pads and someone's like oh my god oh my god oh my god I'm like I'm dying do you know what I mean <laughs> I don't do my house if I'm in a bad mood and stuff like that but I do feel like it is it's it's a big adjustment yeah because being popular in, in school is different to being popular like 
in an adult life. Yeah, in the celebrity yeah. world now, it's very different. Yeah, but you, I'm, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting better at it. I do plan on, like, I'm sorry, I enjoyed party holidays so much when I was like, listen, I'm go and have a good time, girl. I really want to go on a party holiday. No, pay really no mind to these people. Like Afro-Nation was so lit. I have to do that again. No, you have to. No, no Nella, this is a this is a real moment right now. Do really not fun. stop enjoying yourself, please. Yeah. If I if you leave here with anything, this is a reminder to not stop your enjoyment. Yes, you provide enjoyment for everyone else, but you need to live, girl. I want to live. I do. I do. I probably do, babe. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was I'm our personal that. moment right there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting so much better at it. Like, for example, 80%, because that was my New Year's revolution last year, 80% of the events I went to this year, I went by myself. And that helped me a lot. Wow, well done. I hide, yeah, I would hide behind, like, oh, I'm with my friends, I'm with people, da da da, da And it was just like, nah, go, talk. Good. Like, go, like, take pictures, stand by the bar, do it. People are going to but it's hard sometimes though because sometimes it's like okay but my wig is not too cute but it's like you've got a cute just you know yes life starts at the end of your comfort zone and that that point has never failed me ever again she's coming with the gems earlier than expected thank you girl thank (laughs) you original i stole it from some place (laughs) we'll still take it from you we'll still take it well I've got to say, I am so, so excited for the new series of MTV Catfish UK. Come on, second series. How are you feeling about it? Oh, I can't lie. I just, I want the episodes to come out now. Because the what we went through, yeah, shooting the last series, like, police... We was in a different country. Oh, <gasps> no we, way. Yeah. We had the police called up. We had the police pull up on us. Yeah. Oh, they were, what? On you? Yeah. Girl. Oh. Police. Then we, we had to go to another country. <laughs> We've been stood up. Like, <gasps> I, I've been disrespected. Like, by... by no. By like, like by people that are deceiving other people, like, I don't. It's a mess, catastrophic, shambolical flabbergast. Because it sounds stuff, good. Yeah. But then one thing that this season taught me, though, is that, bro, if you're my friend and you want to lick me, just tell me you want to lick me. Because the amount of times, no, for real, like even just in my whole catfish experience, the yeah. amount of times it's somebody they know is not normal. It's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's either there's someone really far away that you don't know, or it's your literally like your niece. Like, what's happening here? Like, what's <laughs> like honestly? I just from now on I just communicate with like like bro, do you think I'm sexy? Okay, cool. So you're you're never you're never gonna catfish me, yeah? Okay, we move because the trust issues now crazy. <laughs> crazy. I'm so excited to watch this. <laughs> Do you know what? We need to talk a little bit as well about how the catfish opportunity happened. Because like this is the most yeah. iconic MTV show there is. And especially there being a UK version as it is, is yeah. iconic. But for you, how did the job come about and how did you feel about being the host? Um, so I got an email. You uh, and these emails. 
maybe I should be on my phone, but I don't even know that phone. So then I got an email um asking if basically they were doing like um they were basically looking for the next host, basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh my days, I've been watching catfish since I was in year nine. Yeah. Of course, like what I said, what? And I made a tweet in 2020. It's still up as well, which is crazy. I made a tweet in 2020 saying the only reality show I would ever do, or the only show, TV show I'd ever do is catfish. Like no you can literally way. Put it in and you can li- you can literally type it in and find it. It's so weird. Like when I saw that tweet, I was actually very scary. But I was like, the only TV show I'd ever do is Catfish, and I just tweeted it. Like, can you imagine? Anyways, I got they were doing screen tests, or um, so I went in for my screen test, and they made me read like an email, and I was like, oh my god, like this is this is the Catfish email, like this is <laughs> this is this is what they read before they go and investigate. I was like, ah, so I was. It's kind of like I forgot that this was like a like a, a job audition. I was. Yep. Very- about the email, I was thinking, let's get to the fucking tea. And um, yeah, then I got the job and we just started shooting and it's like nothing could have prepared me for the stuff that we experienced. Even in my first season, like when Levi got catfished by his auntie, that oh, traumatizes gosh. me to this day. Like imagine your auntie, your auntie matched with you on a date and, and then she's talking to you, sending you flowers. <sighs> That's yeah, yuck. Like, yeah, and, and it's like now it's like honestly, don't block and delete your exes because I feel like when you block and delete your exes, they're gonna want to make another account. They come back stronger. Yeah, to talk to you with like we've seen circumstances where it's that like, okay, you didn't, we did our thing, it didn't work out. So I'm going to make a page of a girl that I know is your type and that oh I know God. you're going to respond to and then we're going to lips. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, <sighs> well, yeah. well, you've sold us. <laughs> the show sounds like it's going to be epic. I'm so excited. Uh, it drops on the 11th of January. This is a great way to start off 2023. We love to see it. We love to see it. And um, yeah, I've got to do the tradition that we do here on the mainstream and yes. ask you for your top five tips. So Nella Rose, okay. what are your top five tips to make it in the mainstream? First tip, like I said, life starts at the end of your comfort zone. If you're comfortable, you're not growing. If you're comfortable, you're not evolving. But the minute you step out of your comfort zone, blessings come and it's just you grow and you experience new things and I feel like that's what life is all about number Amen. two if an idea pops into your head more than three times do it it's your time to do it it doesn't matter that you don't have the resources it doesn't matter that you don't have the experience it doesn't matter if you feel like you're inexperienced or you don't have the connect do it and it it will come to you if it was meant yeah. for you you know what I mean and there's a Definitely. reason why like ideas landing in people's heads like I said we will not have a microwave if that idea never landed in his head so go and make yourself a microwave bitch um tip number three is um never try and change yourself because the minute you try and change yourself it becomes addictive so Mm. oh I'm gonna start dressing 
this way and you get all bunch of followers because you start dressing that way and it's like oh what's the next step okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna and it's it's this it's masked and disguised as like self-improvement but really you're just rubbing off you're rubbing off your true self and becoming an exact replica of someone else and that's not who you was destined to be or else you would have been a triplet you would have been a twin but you wouldn't so be yourself um and being yourself will always make you win like there's there's no you shouldn't want to be like any other person because you're special and you're great and everyone in your life loves you so people are going to love you in whatever you do so don't be scared about trying to be someone else you're enough um number number four be in your own lane like comparison is literally the thief of joy um when you're in your own like say for example I have a hundred subscribers. Like, okay, so let me use an example for me. Yeah? I I was like, I had a hundred subscribers, then I had two hundred subscribers, and I had three hundred subscribers, and then I literally saw someone that just dropped a video and they had like ten thousand followers, like oh, wow. subscribers, in a very short period of time when I had been grinding, and that really made me feel like people don't like me, people yeah. don't like my content, people, people, my quality must be shit, like there's there's clearly something that's not helping me grow and it's like it wasn't your time it was that person's time and your time is going to come when you're ready so stop comparing and just try and perfect your graft bro yeah love that so so don't look at other people and just focus on yourself and I know that sometimes it can be hard because that like they're in your industry and stuff like that but it's so bad it's the thief of joy don't do it everybody's journey is different and fifth one if it doesn't yeah don't be a people pleaser oh that was a good last one come on tell us tell us don't don't be a people pleaser especially in this industry because in this industry givers don't know how to stop giving and takers never know when to stop taking so it's like be yeah so don't be a people pleaser and set boundaries because in this industry, your face is your brand. You are your brand. So if you just want to please everybody, you will lose yourself because you start living for other people. If you mm. grinded to make a name for yourself so that you can be self-employed and live the life that you want, live it for you and don't live it for other people. So learn to say no. Mm. And read your contracts and get a lawyer. <laughs> couple bonus tips. we love to see it. Yeah. Oh, that is exactly what we all needed to hear to kickstart 2023 Nella you are such a boss I love it thank Thank you so much I've actually got a a new feature that we put into the mainstream which is a quick fire bit with some questions from listeners which I'm super excited about so so the first first we're calling this the mainstream moments these are moments that we just want to give back to our listeners and first question is from Onka. Onka said, like, I feel like you probably heard this before, but what's been your most embarrassing moment and how did you come back from it? Oh, I've had too many. I've had too many. I say embarrassed like 50 times a day. Anyways, I went to my first ever rave at uni and I had a closure wig, but back in the day, that's why I'm so jealous of this generation. Back in the day, we didn't even have elastic band method. Um and yeah, there was a mosh pit. My wig flew off and I had to look for it. Like oh. imagine your wig fly, yeah, my wig flew off and I had to look for it. Like, bro, I had to look. Imagine looking for your wig in a club, like, oh, disgusting. 
heart was sort of pulled. I it love was, it. Yeah, I think that's one of my most embarrassing moments. Like, and my cornrows weren't fresh. That oh, mm-mm. oh, sis. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. Okay, next major moment. This is from Candice. She mm. says, "What's not so glamorous about being an influencer?" Even though we've discussed this, but you know, we're going to use um, the influencer word for now. Um, not being able to go out in public and not be seen. Yeah. Some days you just want to feel invisible. You're at the airport, like it's you're in your head stuff. It's enough. <laughs> Sometimes you just pop up to the corner shop. You know the corner shop outfits. It'll be like a dressing gown. Yeah. One sock is blue. One sock is red. Like you're wearing a beanie. Like sometimes I just wanna. I, some days I just don't want people to see me that way. <laughs> some days uh-huh. I walk up and there's two nails left. Like it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Rats on the highway is disgusting. So yeah, just know that once your face is out there. You can't erase it from the internet. People will always recognize you. So be be prepared. And buy big yeah. shades. But buy what was the last reason? Big shades. Oh, that's a tip. Let me write that down. Okay. <laughs> We've got another one. Now, this one's definitely for you. Kim says, How important is it in the beginning to have a strong circle? It's everything. It's everything. Um yeah, everything. I wouldn't be in the race if it wasn't for my friends, if it wasn't for my family. I wouldn't be anyone. No one would be my videos. No one would share my stuff. No one would support me. No one would believe in my dreams. So I feel like it's really, really important. And if you don't have a lot of friends, like my dad was my best friend. So like Aww. lean on your parents. Um, Your parents are more understanding than you think. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, having a strong circle because once you blow up, sometimes, unfortunately, people come into your life because they, they want to get next to you so that they can, um, like, level up as well. But your yeah. friends, the ones that you started with, they would, those are bad. Like, sure. you just need good. So they can share their answer, yeah, because you pay for it. Period, y'all. <laughs> so yeah strong foundation is really good and also simply because when you join this industry you tend to become friends with a lot of people that make like the same kind of of money as you and they do the same things as you your friends will bring you back down to reality and remember where you came from so always the people that you were broke with next to you like and let's all grow together don't think oh because I'm this, this, that, I live this, this, that, I'm better than da, 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 da. no. Okay, I, I, like that. I like that, I like that. Okay, I got an anonymous, anonymous cheeky one. Oh no! Nog, marry, avoid, okay. Chunks, Young Philly, Harry Panero. Okay, avoid Harry, avoid Chunks and avoid Philly because <laughs> the incest is against my religion, it's against me, Is I don't do incest i would never snog or marry my siblings that's just <laughs> disgusting absolutely the best answer from a catfish host we love that we love- <laughs> and finally i really love this one from audrey yeah. um it's 2023 is here what are you excited about girl it still feels like a december it feels like a long ass december <laughs> So what I'm excited about, I'm excited about traveling. Nice. I'm excited about just creating content for other people's channels and helping 
you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I've edited videos on YouTube. You didn't even know it was me. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I do that. Yeah. So it's like and directing and stuff like that. So just just living in my creativity, it just brings me so much happiness. It's like the best form of escapism ever. I love it. So traveling more, and I really want to be healthy this year. Mm, I feel like, speak it. Yeah, like I just. I feel like I've been on TikTok a lot and I've just seen all like this gut health. Like, you know, when you're just in the hole. So yeah, I'm gonna, gonna start drinking my my teas, my vitamins, you know, having vegetables with every meal. Fuck it, why not? Let's be healthy. Shit. You go, girl. You <laughs> go, girl. I love that. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Nella. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. You've definitely given me lots me. of inspo for 2023 and um yeah i'm sure the listeners are going to be so excited to see you on catfish once again for another series with the lovely uber so congratulations and um yeah any last words for the mainstreamers um big up to you you've been doing your thing for years on years on years and oh. i think the first time i saw you was was it back chat reunion Oh Lord, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I remember thinking like, who's this girl? Like she's so classy, she's so poised, and she's just really professional. And then I've just been seeing you smashing it. Nice. And yeah, you're just you're amazing. I love just seeing us black girls wear. Oh, and yeah, we'll probably see a lot more of you this year because I'm gonna be outside. Um, we outside together, girl. <laughs> so super proud of you. And yeah, this is I've really enjoyed myself today. Oh, thank you. I mean, that was supposed to be a message for the listeners, but I'll take it. Oh, for the listeners, read your book. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, thank you so much. Where can they follow you? Where can they watch you? All that good stuff. Um, Just type in Nella Rose on any platform. If it's not verified, it's not me. Please don't be afraid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm on Tinder somewhere. It's enough. <laughs> Oh so yeah, if it's not verified, it's not me. Take it from me, I'm a catfish host. If That's it's not right. verified, it's not me. But yeah, if you type in Nella Rose anywhere and it's verified, you can find me there. I post bits here and there that people might enjoy it. And yeah. Check me out. I'm be your cup of tea. You never know. Yes, we love to see it. Thank you so much for joining us on the mainstream. No problem. Thank you for listening to the Mainstream Podcast with me, Ramel London. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review on Apple and Spotify and follow us at The Mainstream UK and at Ramel underscore London.